Hello and welcome to the Thinking for a Change podcast with your host, Josh Dooley. This week, we're going to reflect on what really motivates us to do what we do. In other words, why? Why do we really do what we do? Stay tuned. You're in for an exciting week here on the Thinking for a Change podcast. Let me ask a question. I want to start this podcast off with a question. And that's why do you do what you do? And have you have you really thought about that? And I'm not talking about on an impulsive level, but have you really thought about the last few decisions that you've made and why you've done it? And if you have, I guarantee you we can associate that with one of two, if not both, motivators that we as humans are motivated by. And those two motivators are pain and pleasure. I'm gonna say that again. Those two motivators are pain and pleasure. And you might not even realize this on a conscious level. It's more of a subconscious in the, in the background. It's, a, it's, it's really a, a subconscious activity until you realize it and then begin to practice it. If you determine that something will cause more pain or uncomfort, you're going to naturally stay away from it. For example, a person that starts to get out of shape does not go to the gym. He or she's going to determine that exercising is really more painful than having a lot of excess fat on their body. On the other hand, a person that is healthy or a person that's in shape that does in fact go to the gym determines that to be fat and out of shape is more painful than going to get a good workout in every day. See, this is how we're anchored. Is one better than the other? Maybe. Depends on how you look at it. Well, being in shape is definitely more beneficial to a person than not. But it's always up to us, the individual. Right? It's always up to us. So why do we do the things that we do? Now, we always have a, a 360 degree circle which gives us 360 degrees of interpretation at any moment in life. You could take a, take a restaurant, for instance. You may have 30 people working in a restaurant. And generally, you could get 20 out of 30 of those people to give you a different interpretation of that restaurant. We could be, it could be a retail store. It could be a, a construction business. It could be a, a technology business. The majority of people are going to give you a different interpretation. Now, I'm not here to tell you what's right and wrong. That's completely up to you. Lord knows I'm not here to do that. I'm not here to preach what's right or wrong. But I am here to tell you that if you want to make a change in your life, you have got to right now 
start associating and anchoring that association of extreme pain to the things that you do not want in your life. And you also have to associate extreme pleasure with the things that you do want in your life. It's a push versus pull. You have got to get to the point where you are attracted and pulled towards everything you want in life rather than having to be pushed and then continually grinding towards those things. For example, if somebody's always telling you, you may be, I'm just gonna use um, substance abuse as an example, okay? Let's just say you're an alcoholic or you're a a drug user. And, And I hate to use those examples, right? But look at society right now. If you're an alcoholic or you're a drug user and your spouse or whoever you're living with or your friend or your family or your roommate is not and they just keep telling you, hey, you got to go to classes or hey, you got to stop doing that or hey, that's wrong. Subconsciously, we're going to react to that saying, well, you're just telling me I can't do something. I'm going to want to do it even more. So you have to be consistently pushed towards your goals. It's just, it's just that simple. You're going, if, if you have to be consistently pushed towards your goals, maybe you got the goal to stop drinking or stop doing drugs, but if you have to consistently be pushed towards your goals, then it's 100% of the time coming from external motivation. And that's good for a while. But that motivation will always dry up. It'll always have a cap on it. Now, at the same time, if you're being pulled towards your dreams, then it will never slow you down. You'll be able to go on and on and on. Why? That's internal motivation. That's you making the commitment. Think of it like a, uh, a tow truck towing your car. Right? It'll get you some places, but it's, it's not going to get you all the way across the country. Or it'd be a really painful bill if it did. But on the other hand, internal motivation is like putting gas in your car and driving it someplace yourself. You made a commitment, I wanna go to point B, I'm at point A and I'm gonna put gas in my car and I'm gonna go there. And then you can keep going and keep going and keep going. You don't need the the, the tow truck, excuse me, to do anything for you. See, everything that you need to succeed in life, you already got. You already have it. Some of us just don't use it. And for some of us, like myself, it takes us a long time or something really drastic to realize that. 
You can do whatever you want. You can go wherever you want. You can accomplish anything you want. And you could do it today. You could start it today. If you have that internal motivation. So if you wanted to do something, say you want to make a change in your life right now for the better. You know it's going to be better. You know that if you could just do this one thing or stop doing this one thing, that you'd be substantially better mindset, health-wise, circumstance-wise. It doesn't matter. You know that. But if you don't act on it, if you don't associate extreme pleasure with getting there and being there, then pain's your motivator. We're creatures of habit. We don't want to change because we do things habitually and we're content. Not happy, content. And to be happy, we only need this or we only need that or we only need this person or we only need that person. When really happiness is within you, it's a choice. See, the only difference between us and animals inside is that we can choose how we respond to any situation. But most of us have trained ourselves or have been trained growing up to react instead of respond. But we have this, this little space between what's going on and how we respond to it. We've got this little bitty space and that's our freedom to choose. And the more that we exercise that freedom to choose, that freedom to choose, that little space gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And pretty soon you're able to look back and reflect on your life and be like, wow. Now I realize the difference between reacting versus responding. People ask me all the time, how are you not stressed out right now? How are you not upset? How are you not angry right now? Look at what that person did or look at this situation or look at that. How, how did that person not just piss you off? Well, I choose whether I want to be pissed off or not. I choose whether I want to stress out about something or not. There are certain things that we can't control. But our response to any situation we have a hundred percent control over. And for most of us, that's going to take time to exercise. But if you really want to be a different person or you really want to make a change in your life, then you'll start learning how to do that. You'll start studying people that teach that or that have done it. You'll start looking at real life examples of people that have made the commitment to change. We call this thinking for a change for several reasons, but if we just slow down a little bit and think before we react, it becomes a response and then we understand, hey, I chose that response. I chose to be pissed off. You can't piss me off. You can't make me happy. 
You can't make me sad. It's how I respond to it that determines whether I'm happy, sad, or upset. You can accomplish anything you want to do and everything you need to be successful in life you already have. So start betting on yourself. You're the house. And the house always wins. You've been listening to Thinking for Change with your host, Josh Dooley. Head on over to your favorite podcasting platform, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from and share, like, and subscribe. And if you found any value in this at all, please leave us a comment. We take comments and suggestions all the time. Head on over to our social media pages, give us a shout out on social media, and we will return the favor. Thanks again for listening to Thinking for a Change.